Another exciting episode of Storytime Anytime. Do you know what a career is? A career is a job. It's also called an occupation or profession. Those are big words. When I was your age, I had no clue what I wanted to do when I grew up. It took a lot of life experiences. First, I became a teacher because I really liked working with children. Then I decided that I loved to write books and use music to help my students learn more easily. That's when I started my company with my twin sister, Karen. I love going to work every day because I'm very passionate about creating products for kids. Do you have any idea what you want to be when you grow up? It's okay if you don't. There are so many choices. So let's listen to what other kids would like to be when they grow up. It might give you some ideas. be a teacher or a doctor. When I grow up, I might be an artist or a famous singer. When I grow up, I might be a pilot. When I grow up, I might be a truck driver or a construction worker. When I grow up, I might work in a store and sell the best toys in the world. When I grow up, I might be a cook or a famous baseball player. When I grow up, I don't know what I'll be. I'm only seven. I'll decide tomorrow.
did you hear that? That was a fire truck that just whizzed by me. Did you know that firefighters run into rooms with temperatures hotter than what you cook meat at in an oven? Yep, it takes brave men and women to be firefighters. Oh, hi, Maxine. What are you doing here? Oh, my goodness, you're right. It takes a brave dog, too. You see, Maxine is a fire dog who helps the firefighters during emergencies. That's a great idea. For story time, we're going to read about Maxine and how she became Pine Plains' official fire dog. Maxine and the Ghost Dog Maxine always lived at the firehouse with the Pine Plains firefighters, but she wasn't always a good fire dog. One time, the firefighters were rescuing a cat stuck up in a tree. Maxine barked so loudly she scared the cat to a higher branch. Another time, the firefighters were putting out a fire. Maxine tripped over the hose, sending a spray of water into the building next door. Maxine didn't mean to cause trouble, but that's how it always turned out. One day, when the fire alarm sounded and Maxine ran to take her place on the truck, Fire Chief Dave said, No, Maxine, you can't come along. We can't have any more trouble. Maxine wanted to hide. She started up the stairs and kept going all the way to the attic. She had never been there before. Inside were old chests and boxes and lots of cobwebs and dust. She was feeling sad, but she was also very curious about this new place, so she poked around. Behind one of the trunks, Maxine found a big painting of a dog. The dog looked just like her. Even the spots were in all the right places. The dog in the painting looked so much like Maxine that she barked at it. Woof! Woof! Oddly enough, the dog barked back. Ruff, ruff. Then it wagged its tail, and then it jumped right out of the painting and into the room. It was a ghost. This sent Maxine squealing behind a pile of old firefighter coats. Wait, said the ghost dog. Don't be scared. I just want to be your friend. Then the ghost dog sat down and began to lick his paws. My name is Mac, said the ghost dog. A long time ago, I was the official fire dog for the Pine Plains firefighters. Really? asked Maxine. The ghost dog sounded so friendly, she inched towards him. I want to be a good fire dog, but all I ever seem to do is cause trouble. That's because you have a lot to learn, said Mac. But now that you've found me, I can teach you everything. Ruff, ruff, barked Maxine. That same afternoon, Maxine began her training. Outside, they played run around the firehouse to see how fast Maxine could run. Speed is very important, said Mac. When the firefighters came back and saw Maxine, they asked what was wrong with her. You see, 
They couldn't see Mac, so she looked very silly chasing nothing around the firehouse. I don't know, said Fire Chief Dave, but I've never seen her run that fast. The next day they played hide and seek so Maxine could practice finding things by smelling them. A good nose is very important, said Mac. She even found one of Firefighter Martha's gloves under a pile of old boots. Where did this come from? said Martha when Maxine brought it to her. I lost this glove weeks ago. I don't know, said Fire Chief Dave, but Maxine seems to know it's yours. Suddenly, the fire alarm rang. Everyone slid down the pole and rushed onto the fire truck. Come on, barked Mac to Maxine. Let's see how fast you can really run. And with that, he ran after the fire truck as it clanged down the street. Maxine kept up just fine. She and Mac arrived just as the firefighters were jumping down from the truck. A tree had fallen and crashed right into the Parker's house. Is everybody out? asked Fire Chief Dave, just to be sure. He knew the ceiling could cave in at any moment. Little Billy was crying. My puppy, he's inside. Maxine raced across the yard and into the house. Use your nose, Matt called out. In just a few seconds, Maxine had sniffed out the puppy and chased him safely outside. Thank you, cried Billy as he picked up the puppy in his arms. Maxine wagged her tail happily. Then Fire Chief Dave came over. Good work, Maxine. When did you learn to do all that? Maxine tried to explain about Mac. Woof, woof, she barked. But the chief just kept talking. But you know you're not supposed to be here. Lucky it wasn't a fire or there could have been trouble. Maxine knew she had to keep on learning everything she could. So the next day she went back to her lessons with Mac. He taught her how to pick up things. Strong teeth are very important, said Mac. Maxine practiced carrying dolls just by their dresses and heavier things like boots and buckets. Hold your head out, coached Mac. Early the next morning, the fire alarm rang. It's a house on fire, shouted Fire Chief Dave. This time when Mac barked, go, Maxine jumped right onto the truck. Then she turned to look for Mac, but he wasn't there. He was standing in the driveway. It's okay, called Mac as the fire truck left the station. You can do it. Maxine was a little scared to be on her own, but as soon as she saw the fire, she sprang into action with the rest of the firefighters. There are people inside, she heard the chief shout as she followed them into the house. Soon the firefighters carried a man, a woman, and a boy out to safety. But there was someone else still inside. Maxine made her way through the smoky house. She wrinkled her nose extra hard and followed the smell to a little baby girl lying in her crib. Maxine picked up the baby by her pajamas. Then she dashed through the house and out the door. When it was all over, Fire Chief Dave came up to her. 
Well, it looks like the Pine Plains firefighters have a real fire dog after all. The next day, there was a big ceremony at the firehouse. Fire Chief Dave said, Maxine, you have shown that you are a good fire dog. You are as brave and as strong as the rest of us firefighters. You are now the official fire dog for the Pine Plains firefighters. And with that, he shook her paw and put a little red fire hat on her head. Maxine thumped her tail with joy, but the chief wasn't finished. This hat belonged to Mac, the best fire dog the Pine Plains firefighters ever had. It was many years ago when my grandfather was chief. I'm sure Mac would be very proud to have you wear his hat. Maxine barked loudly. Ruff, ruff. She looked for Mac, but he wasn't there. But she knew that he was somewhere, watching, and very proud indeed. Wait, you met a ghost? Wow, that must have been very interesting. What? You need to save a cat that's stuck in a tree? Oh gosh, that kitty cat needs you. Go, go, go! Do you know what that sound was? It was a fire truck. Can you guess what this next sound is? That's right, a bulldozer. Construction work is a hard job. A construction worker might fix our roads to make them safer for us to drive on. Or they might build gigantic skyscrapers or our homes. For career day fun, I want to introduce you to the machines that are needed to do all these amazing things. I went to school just the other day and my teacher said to me have you thought about when you grow up what do you want to be so I thought and I thought what do I want to be a doctor or a dentist a machinist apprentice I don't know what I want to be so we read some books about helping people like policemen and firefighters do and talked about teachers and vets for pets now what do i want to do so i thought and i thought what do i want to be a pilot or a teacher a lawyer or a preacher i don't know what i want to be then on the way as i was walking home I saw the most wonderful sight A man was riding this huge machine With teeth like I'd never seen So I thought, hmm, and I thought What do I want to be? A baker or a writer, a fearless firefighter I know now what I want to be So I went to school the very next day And my teacher said to me have you thought about when you grow up what do you want to be yes i thought and i thought 
And I know what I will be I'll grab a hard hat Put my lunch in a brown sack A bulldozer operator I will be Sammy the Steamroller Sammy the Steamroller was fast asleep in the garage, dreaming about rolling over long roads and wide streets, making them as smooth as could be, when Engineer Bob rang the morning bell. It's time to wake up, he called. We have a job to do. Is it morning already? sighed Connie the Crane. I was having such a nice dream. Me too added Dan the Drill as he let out a great big yawn. I wish I could go back to sleep. All of the other machines in the garage like to sleep better than they like to work. But not Sammy. He loved going to work. That was his favorite thing to do. Engineer Bob smiled. You're always first, Sammy, he said, as Sammy's rollers shined brightly in the morning sun but your job comes last. You'll have to go to the back of the line. That's right, Sammy, said Bill the Bulldozer as he chugged out a big puff of smoke. Now move along. Sadly, Sammy went to the back of the line and watched as the other machines moved ahead of him. Then Engineer Bob climbed aboard Charlie the Cement Mixer and, with the other machines behind him, made his way through town to Main Street. We have a lot of work ahead of us, said Bob. It's our job to make Main Street look like new again, so everyone get to work. And everyone did, except for Sammy who had nothing to do but watch as all of the other machines got started doing their jobs. Need any help, Dan? asked Sammy as Dan the Drill busily went about drilling up big piles of rock and cement. You can't help me, he laughed. You're only a steamroller. All you do is roll back and forth while I spend my time digging up the big pieces of rock. I don't have time to talk to you now. I have work to do. All I wanted to do was help, sighed Sammy, as he made his way over to Connie the Crane. Want me to help lift some of those big rocks for you? asked Sammy. Who said that? asked Connie as she lifted a chunk of cement high in the sky. Oh, it's only you, Sammy. What are you doing here? This is no place for a steamroller. Move out of the way before you get hurt. Sammy quickly moved out of her way. At the other end of Main Street was Bill the Bulldozer. Sammy thought that he might need some help. What are you doing, Bill? asked Sammy as he rolled on by. I was trying to knock down some of these old buildings so that we can make Main Street a little wider, said Bill, who was a bit out of breath from all the work he was doing. But I can't do that if I stand here talking to you. And with that, Bill pushed on, leaving Sammy standing by himself, wondering what to do. Down the street a bit, Sammy heard Charlie, the cement mixer. Maybe he needs some help, thought Sammy. Engineer Bob had made neat piles of cement to put into Charlie's mixer. 
Sammy tried his best to pick up some of the piles, but all he did was make a giant mess of things. Now look what you've done, cried Charlie. You've ruined everything. Well, that won't happen anymore, sighed Sammy, as he sadly rolled away from Charlie and all of the other machines. I'm not staying where I'm not wanted. It was almost evening when Engineer Bob blew his whistle. Great job, everyone, he called as all of the machines gathered around him. There's only one thing left to do, and we need Sammy to do it. But when Engineer Bob looked around, he didn't see Sammy. I wonder where he could be, he said. It's not like Sammy to leave a job. He was here just a minute ago, said Connie the Crane. I saw him rolling off towards the garage, said Dan the Drill. With all of the machines behind him, Engineer Bob raced back to the garage. When he got there, he saw Sammy sitting by himself, wiping the tears from his eyes. I guess you're all done with the job, sniffled Sammy. Not yet, said Engineer Bob. We still have the most important part left to do. The ground is clear, the cement is down, now all we need is someone to smooth out the road. That's my job, shouted Sammy as the other machines got in line behind him. That's right, added Charlie, so lead the way. In no time at all, Sammy was back on Main Street, happily smoothing out the road. When he was done, Engineer Bob painted a line down the middle. That night, Sammy went to sleep with a smile on his face, knowing that though his job may be the last one to be done, it's just as important as all of the others. What do you want to be when you grow up? It's okay if you don't know yet, but remember, no matter what it is, you have to be willing to work hard at it every day. So make sure it's something that you love and you're passionate about. This has been brought to you by Twin Sisters Digital Media and Evergreen Podcasts. Be sure to hit subscribe and tell your friends to join us for our next episode, Wintertime Wiggles. Also, parents, for bonus content that includes picture books, activity pages, and more, be sure to click the link in the description. If your children enjoyed these songs and stories, go to TwinSisters.com to find even more ways for them to sing and learn. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for promotions on exciting new digital learning content like these and so much more. And visit our friends at EvergreenPodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime.
There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chadda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you.